Welcome to the First Love Church. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impacts of the Word of God as you listen to this message by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi serves as a bishop in Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination founded by Bishop Dacuid Mills with over 1,500 branches worldwide. Bishop Richard currently pastors the London branch of the First Love Church, a vibrant campus ministry with young, energetic people full of first love for the Lord. We believe this message will give you hope, light and love to strengthen you in your Christian walk. Now listen to Bishop Richard. Fantastic. Are you enjoying church so far? You are? Well, it's only going to get better. Do you believe it? Fantastic. Well, um, we have something very special. Because it's testimony time. Testimonies. Amen. Testimonies. Amen. Testimonies. 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 So, um, testimonies. You're always expecting me to dance, so I can't do it all the time. Otherwise, it loses its, um, you know, its flavor. So, anyway, this testimony is very special. So, um, I want you guys to open your ears and listen very carefully what the Lord has done. Amen. I want you to clap your hands and welcome our sister, Desley. Hello, everyone. Um, I just want to thank Almighty God for turning my test into a testimony. And I also want to thank God for the life of Bishop Richard and the blessing he has been. Um, so I was invited to campus church by one of my classmates. I kind of went along and met Camellia and Sam and Midday. They were a bit crazy and everything. But I, at the end of the service, I really enjoyed it. I told Camellia, I do this, I do that. Whatever you need me to do, I'm here. I'm available. By the second week, we were able to have worship stars by the grace of God. And everything was flowing. Um, and then in January, I joined on the Sunday for fellowship. And everything was going really well. And then on the last week of January, things started to get quite difficult for me. On the Monday, my dad um, had a stroke, and I'm quite a daddy's girl, so I took this quite emotionally. And then on the Wednesday, um, <laughs> I was diagnosed with ovarian cancer, um, and I didn't really know how to take the news at first. I didn't tell anybody because everyone was so concerned about my dad that I didn't want to put more pressure on the family. I went to campus church on the Thursday. Camelia gave me one look and was like, what's wrong? Before I could even finish my sentence, she rebuked it. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So I was trying to press on, press on, press on. Um, throughout my time, I was going through radiotherapy. Um, so the pain was in my right ovary and it spread across. And I couldn't stretch. The pain was like I couldn't stretch and I couldn't bend down. That's why, if you haven't seen me in Dancing Stars, that's the reason why I miss you, family. Um, so, so, yeah. So the pain was getting worse and everything was kind of going bad for me I guess and dad was getting better so that was a benefit um, and then I had an appointment in June um, which kind of went downhill uh, they told me that my tumour had spread from my ovary to my fallopian tube to lining it of my womb which means they would have to take out my womb and leave me infertile 
Um, but I remember a service in April that Bishop spoke about why loyalty in the church is important. And he told the story of his daughter that opened the door, the wind blew, and she ran back to him. And that kind of confirmed it to me. I was going through a storm. My season was tough, but I had to stay and run to my father and have faith to get through. In... <laughs> In the same service, he taught about the importance of becoming close to your pastor. From that day, I went at the end of the service and said, Pastor Ben, I will come close to you. I will talk to you. Trust me. Um, and I'm very, very thankful for your life. You taught me how to wait on the Lord, which was such a blessing. And when I was understanding what waiting on the Lord meant, I read the book of Job, um, which talks about how Job was so sick that his skin was falling off his bones, but yet he waited patiently on the Lord and had faith in the Lord. So I thank you for that. Um, so yeah, I went away for a little while, came back last week, and Church in the Park was amazing for everyone as there. Towards the end, Bishop did a prayer about health, and he was rebuking sicknesses. He rebuked cancer, he rebuked tumor, and he was saying about prayer. I went so internal, I was like, Lord, let this be your way. And on Tuesday, remember my two options, chemotherapy or to remove my womb. On Tuesday, I was declared cancer-free. <laughs> And I was only by the grace of God why I can say those words. So I just want to thank you, Bishop Richard. Proverbs 18.21 says that the tongue is so powerful that it can speak either life or death. And you spoke life into my life. I'm eternally grateful. I also want to give thanks to my elder Camellia for always rebuking anything. Even the doctor said, oh, you can take out your room. She, before I even finished, she said no. And to Pastor Ben for always being there at three o'clock when I was taken into hospital. You were there texting me and encouraging me. I want to thank you so much. And so lastly, to all of you, many of you did not know my circumstances. I kept it very private. Um, but I want to thank you because every week you encourage me to spur on your love for God is truly amazing and keep it spurring I want to leave you with two verses that got me through my battle John 16 33 it says that we will have tribulations but have peace of mind <laughs> we should have a peace of mind because we have overcome by the grace of God the battle is not ours the battle is truly the Lord the battle is truly the Lord and last verse was one of the scriptures of the week which was Romans 12 12 and it will always stay with me which says um, rejoice in hope be patient in tribulation and continue in instant in prayer be patient wait on the Lord no matter what your season is he will deliver you from that he will because he delivered me and I just want to talk about the prayer again. You know, we are so anointed to have Bishop Rich as our pastor. So, so blessed. So blessed to have him as a pastor. When he said that prayer, I just believed it. And the prophecy happened practically. It happened practically in my life. God bless you. Love you all. Amen. Amen. You take your seats. Amen.
is too powerful. Amen. It's a blessing. It is the Lord. Amen. Well, um, we have something else exciting for you today. Are you ready for something exciting? Are you sure? I don't think you're ready for this. Are you sure you're ready? I want you to clap your hands and welcome our violin star, Ning. Welcome our violin star.
That was beautiful. Only in First Love Church. Only. Take your seats. Thank you so much for that powerful ministration. It was too, too beautiful. Well, next up, I want you to clap your hands and welcome our sister Marcella to give us a song ministration. I just want to talk about how it's going to be, Jesus, you and me, in eternity, the winner takes the crown, those who run the race, those who trust in him. Those who do his will I just want to talk About the crowns we're going to wear When we finish here And we get up there And I just want to share About the crown of righteousness He gives to all of those who look for his return. The winner takes it all, those who overcome, walk the streets of God in glory, victory. So will you want to share about the crown of righteousness he gives to all of those who look for his return I want to give my all and make it to heaven I will wear a crown It is the Lord's reward The winner takes it all Those who overcome Walk the streets of God In glory, victory So will you overcome All the tests and trials Will you lay
just wanna talk about those mansions that He will prepare for when we get up there. You must wear your crown, overcome temptation. It is the Lord's reward from our mighty King. The winner takes it all. Those who overcome, who walk the streets of God in glory, victory. So will you overcome all the tests and trials? Will you lay aside all the sin and way? The will it takes it Because I keep thy precepts How sweet are your words Sweeter than honey To my mouth Oh, 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 oh. 
honey, 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 I love you. Honey, honey, I need you. Honey, honey, I love you. Honey, honey, I need you. Testimony, I love you. Testimony, I need you. Testimony, I love you. Testimony, I need you. I have refrained my feet from every evil way that I might keep thy word, O oh Lord. I've not departed from thy judgments, for you have taught me how sweet are your words, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Honey, I love you. Honey, honey, I need you. Honey, honey, I love you. Honey, honey, I need you. Testimony, I love you. Testimony, I need you. Testimony, I love you. Testimony, I need you. Thy word, oh Lord, is a lamp unto my feet. Thy word, oh Lord, is a light unto my path. Because I keep your commandments, I have understanding. Therefore, I hate every false way. How sweet, how sweet, how sweet are your words to my mouth. Oh, your word is sweet, Lord, it's like honey. Honey, honey, I love you. Honey, honey, I need you. Honey, honey, I love you. Honey, honey, I need you. Testimony, I love you. Testimony, I need you. Testimony, I love you. Testimony, I need you. Honey, 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 I love you. Testimony, 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 I need you. Honey, 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 I love you. Testimony, testimony, oh, I need you.
He waited on the Lord to hear His gentle voice for guidance and direction where to go. I opened up my heart to know the perfect will of God. His will is what I want. His perfect will. As I spent so many hours in the presence of the Lord, I calmed down and began to hear His voice. The lovely voice of God, Your tender voice revealing the mysteries of your will at the crossroads of my life no other voice compares oh no it's the sweetest sound my heart has ever heard the lovely voice of God They were spirit, they were life. The visions and the dreams, oh, how they turned my life around and gave a new direction for my ministry. As I rose up from my knees, there was a mantle now on me. I have found grace for mighty words, and I will never, never be the same. The lovely voice of God, your perfect voice revealing the mysteries of your will at the crossroads of my life. No other voice compares, oh no, it's the sweetest sound my heart has ever heard, the lovely voice of God, the lovely voice of God, your tender voice revealing the mysteries of your will at the cross of my life no other voice compares oh no it's the sweetest sound my heart has ever heard the lovely voice of God Ooh, the lovely voice Amen. Amen. Are you blessed? Are you happy? Are you ready for what's in store for you? Is a blessing in store for you? 
Are you ready for that blessing? Because today we have somebody who's full of wisdom, full of revelation, and full of the anointing. Why don't you stand to your feet, clap, shout, and welcome our very own pastor, Bishop Richard Ayi. Father, we thank you for today. Thank you for this great opportunity to be in church. Thank you for the blessing of preaching and hearing your word. Let your will be done amongst us today. Thank you for healing. Thank you for blessing. Thank you for restoration, Lord. I pray that by your spirit, joy, zeal, health shall be restored to us. I thank you for lesson of joy as we hear your word today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Wow. Take your seats. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Are you happy to be in church? Good to see all of you, especially you. <laughs> Turn your Bibles to James chapter 3. You there already? Have they given us the right translation? No. Okay. Okay. So he says that, dear brothers and sisters, not many of you should become teachers in the church. For we who teach will be judged more strictly. So pray for us who teach. Indeed, we all make many mistakes. How many of you have made a mistake today? Today, today, today. How many of you have made a mistake today? How many of you have made a mistake in the past week? You have? Okay. How many of you have made mistakes that you are recovering from? So you are recovering. Okay. So we all make many mistakes. So based on this verse, we are learning to avoid mistakes. Okay. So we've talked about spiritual mistakes. And today we want to start talking about financial mistakes. Hallelujah. So that we can avoid, we can avoid making financial mistakes. Because I pray that you shall be financially rich. You will have money, money. <laughs> and you see, sir. And you see, since you are young, since you are young, 
This is the best time to learn some things so that you have the right habits, the right mentality, the right attitude. By the time you grow up, you'll be financially loaded. You'll be richer than your parents. Because, because, sit down, because you are going to avoid all the mistakes your parents made. You won't make such mistakes. See, sometimes instead of copying what someone has done that has not helped them, you have to rather take it as a good lesson and avoid it. Do you understand? Sometimes you grow up in communities. The community you are growing up in, the average person is poor. The richest person is still poor. Because if he was not poor, he would not be living there. He will, not be in, he will not be in that tower block. So, even though you can see a 65-inch television being carried upstairs, it is not, it is not a right decision. Even though you could hear some rich sound of music coming out. See, those things should rather teach you that someone is not financially sharp. Because if you have that money to spend, you don't spend money on luxuries. You can't be in a place like this. The average black boy (laughs) 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 so the average black boy then the white boy stands up The black boy from certain communities has certain, has certain traits that would immediately tell you that this guy is poor. He's going to continue to be poor until he changes how he thinks and how he spends money. Just as an introduction, more, more fire will come. I'm just I haven't I haven't looked out for the black girls yet but I know the black boys he listen 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 he will be wearing 129.99 trainers 
And then, and then, on top of that, will be a five-pound gray jogger's pants. One twenty-nine ninety-nine, five pounds, and every weekend or twice a week, the barbers. Who we'll collect please the barbers will collect his thirteen pounds to shape his beard for him. Just to shape his beard and give it he, they, they call it shape up. Shape up. And he can't afford rent. He can't he can't he can't he can't have an apartment of his own. That this is my apartment. I have a bedroom. There's a sitting area. There's a kitchen. I have my, my furniture in there. He, he, I mean, he cannot. But he's wearing one twenty, and he, and he has about 18 of them. But, yes. And he's 24 years old. That is three years after graduation. And he's still in, he lives in one room. Do you understand? What, what, he, what he can afford in life is one, a room. And you know, you know the size of rooms. Yes, that's, that's where he is. He's in a room. If he's not been able to move out of his parents, that means that he's sharing the room with his little brothers. And he's rather feeling his quarrels. His quarrels are quarrels with his brothers over the room. When he comes from the gym, he's going to pay for a gym. Instead, instead of having his own apartment that he's in, for this little brother to come and visit him, and for he even to ask him that, do you want to sleep over or not? If you are not, you know, let me drop you off. He's in the room with this little boy and fighting with him. Over something that has been left here this year. I can't find this. You've taken my 10 pounds to this. A room. Then comes Christmas. You see him. He's going to buy a 65-inch Samsung television. To say that now he has his own TV. (laughs) But should I stop my Then you see him he says he wants to marry. I don't know that he wants to marry, but he's got this 
desperate girl in his life. So, she is likely to have an apartment. And then, she will be topping up his oyster card for him. When we come to church, will you allow me to preach? Let's sit down so I can preach. (laughs) He comes to church and we announce camp. The camp is 120. You see, what I'm describing to you is somebody who has made himself into a beggar and can't even see that he's a beggar because of the trainers he wears. He can't even see. Because there you see the same person asking the girls. You see, and the girls, will, they, you see, they'll, they'll try and do it for you in hope that they will get a sperm donor. In hope. Because they would like to have babies one day. So they have to show you a little kindness. They have to show some kindness. For you to know they are kind, they are soft, they are willing. They, they, they've even conditioned their minds. The person has conditioned her mind as she's following you. That you know, you have nothing to give her apart from spam. So it's like, it's okay. It's okay. To, fu- to fulfill a prophecy that there shall be seven to one. And they will say that, look, I don't want anything from you. Just give me a name. It's a prophecy. It's a prophecy. So he also defines his success and his achievements by how many girls like him. Yeah. That's, a, that, that's, a, that's like how many girls like me. That means that I'm doing it. I, I'm, I'm making it in life. How many trainers do I have? I have shape up of my beard. Look. You should see, you see, you should be able to analyze and study the traits and compare it. So he said, you said you are the you are it's just a certain world that behaves the way you behave. Or that I mean not you, I mean whoever. Or that flags up certain things and think that it's so cool. It's this, it's that you see you see another another world. Another world. The boy has clippers in his house. He just takes it out and shaves his head off. And he's richer than you. He's richer. Far richer. And far more clever. Because priorities are different. Priorities. Priorities. Priorities are different. So, it's time to finish, but... <laughs> this is this is my introduction to financial mistakes. You see, life life is predominantly governed by principles, and you see that you see that the principle 
the principle that makes someone um, uneducated or not so educated. It's not because of intelligence. It's the same principle that makes him fight with his little brother over one of the rooms, one of the two rooms in his parents' home. And he refuses to make the quick decision of maybe I need a better job. I need to work my way up. I need to do the same, the same thing. He, he did it. He did it in year six into year seven. And then year, year 11 to year 12. The same, the same thing of laziness, lack of interest, slowness, dullness. It's not intelligence. People are intelligent. People are intelligent. People are very, very, very intelligent. It takes high level intelligence to be a thief. Oh, yeah. You must be very clever to steal. It's not, it's not intelligent. It's not that you have, the person is not intelligent. But it's how the person channels and uses his intelligence. So you, 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 want, you, want some, you want me to give you some financial mistakes, isn't it? Okay. So my first financial mistake that I want to mention and share with you is, do you understand my introduction? Okay, yeah, because I need you. I need you to know. I need you to understand that, so that you can change your image. Amen. God will help you change your image. Amen. Yeah, and change your style. Amen. Gerard, are you okay? You sure? All right. Change your ways of thinking. That's what. That's that's why I'm sharing these things with you. Because you are, you have some of us have learned some things from the wrong person yeah. and from the wrong people, yeah. and we have settled for that. This is life. Yeah. This is life. This is life. That when you meet them, you even wonder why are they so proud of our, about their lifestyle? Why are they so why why are they so happy about it? Why, why do they find it so cool? It's like what you have what what you have, you must be ashamed of it. You should be you should be running away from it. One twenty nine ninety nine. Five pounds. Gray. It gives you a gray. And then a few muscles shape up. And then that's the image. Is that, is that that's all there is to achieve in life. That's all there is to achieve in life. And then a black small car without license, without insurance. With, with loud music to draw attention.
Next time someone gives you a lift, ask the person that do you have license? Do you have insurance? You should you should ask. I ask. I used to ask. Of course, these days I don't really sit in anybody's car. I mean, I sit on uh, London Transport. Before I enter, I'll ask you, do you have a license? And do you have insurance? Are you insured to drive this car? And do you have a license? And if you don't, I'll start talking to you and advising you that what you're doing is the craziest thing you can ever do. Craziest. To take decisions. I mean, it's like, take decisions for, it's like as though you're under pressure to impress someone or to have this, I also have something, but you are rather creating problems for yourself and trouble. Can you understand my message? Yes. So anyway, have that as the introduction. Wow. The first thing, the first financial mistake you can ever make, which applies to anything in your life, anything in your life, is to make a move without God's involvement. Do anything without God. It's a mistake. Anything you do and everything you do should involve God and should be about God and should have been approved of by God. That is, his word approves of it. So your life must have God in it. Your relationships must have God in it. Your marriage must have God in it. And your finances must have God. There must be God in your finances. There must be God. God must be in it. You should be careful and wise enough to bring God into your finances. Don't say that God should be out there. When you need him, you call him. When I need you, when, when I have a problem, when I ask you, then God, I will, I will invite you. God must be number one in every aspect of your life, including your finances. God, number one. God, number one. God, number one. Learn to make God number one in your money matters. In your money matters, learn to make God number one. Not number two. Not number two. He is number one. Make him number one. God is number one in my finances. He is number one. Before I think of anything, anything at all to do with money that I have, because I receive a salary every month. When I receive my salary, God is number one. I make sure, I make sure that God is first before electricity bill, before um, council tax. Before water bill, before gas bill, before bus pass, travel card, oyster top up, before food. God, because I also have all these bills. But God, give God, give God place. Give God place. In your life and especially in your finances. Make God, make God number what? One. 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 Number one. 
number one. Make him number one. Make him number one. Matthew chapter 6. Where would you like to start from? Try verse 30. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe ye, O ye of little faith? So it means that, it means that when, when your vision, your vision, the main thing in life for you is to be clothed, you are, you are like, you are like an unbeliever. You are like, you are like a godless person. You are almost, I mean, they say that, oh, ye of little faith. Because like, they say that if God, if God can clothe the grass of the field. How many of you have seen beautiful lungs before? Yeah. A lawn that is, be- that is God. That's, that's, that's the creation of God. If you can make a lawn and you say the lawn is beautiful. It's a beautiful lawn. I mean, the lawn is so nice. That's the grass, which today is, and then tomorrow it is not. How much more you? Why, why would you put trainers before God? Why, 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 would, you want, why would you want to have trainers? And clothes before you think about God. Verse 31. Take, therefore, take no thought, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? <laughs> take note. Are you reading the Bible with me? Yeah. Do you also have this, these words in your Bible? Therefore, take no thought, saying, it's my prayer that you will have the right Christian foundation and the right Christian life. You will be rich. I mean, you will be rich if you you follow God, if you follow God, and you follow his word, and you follow his ways, you will be rich. You will not grow up and start struggling like, like the strugglers ahead of you. Because they did not live in the way the Bible says they should live. They live differently. And the world lives differently. The world will tell you what you wear, what you eat, what you drink is very important. I remember one day we were having a meeting in somebody's house. And the sister was so worried and disturbed because she said she didn't have much to offer the guests as we are coming. And I said to her that, don't worry. I said to her that, do you have orange juice? Do you have orange juice? So she, she said she has orange juice, but the orange juice she has is not of a certain brand. What she has is, what she has is like, it's like. so I said to her that, you know what? I said to her, I said to it, I'll tell you what to do. Go and buy Tesco Value orange juice. Then I asked her, do you have a jug in your house? Do you have a jug? 
I said, fill the jug with ice cubes and pour the Tesco value orange juice into it and hide the boxes and put the jug of orange juice on the table. I said, I'll be sitting somewhere to make eye contact with you. When they are drinking it, I'll look at you and tell you whether it's working or not. And she said, thank you, pastor. So we went. There was the jug on the table with orange juice. The jug was sweating from cold. (laughs) You should see these important guests. Pouring. Can can you hear the sound of the ice coming to the glass? (laughs) Drink it. Going for seconds. And I looked at her and I said, can you see? Take no thought what you will drink. What you will drink. The world, the world. You see, and you see, and it is someone's business. It is someone's business. It's called, it's called advertisement. God advert, it's called, it's called, well, it's, it's called like, it's like marketing. Make it attractive. Make, make them feel bad if they don't have one. <laughs> make them feel that this is what you must have. This is what you must drink. So instead of following, following the scripture, we all follow some eager man who wants to make his money. Who tells you that Tesco value is not good. Drink this other one. I've worked in an office where we determine the prices of everything on the shop floor. Everything. Everything there. And we'll sit and we'll be discussing the prices. When it's getting to sale time, that was when I had the shock of my life. The shock of that when we, when we decide up there in the office, and we say 70% off. What is it? 70% off. We are making profit nothing less than 150%. Oh, you say 70% off. When we, the staff, are given our sale, our sale is different. Our sale is, is different from the sale on the, from everybody's. What people are paying, 79.99, 49.99. We'll pay 50p for it. <laughs> you say, wow. wow. <laughs> yeah. Cost nothing. But when you enter the shop and you see the things, you girls, you see the thing. It's like, it's like the more expensive, the more value I have for my life. <laughs> Someone looked at someone passing by once and she said, and she, and she said she, I think she wasn't even aware of where she was because I was there. And then she just said, oh, she, all that is on her cost um, 45 pounds or something like that. Is I worked out what the person is wearing on the top. Was on the, on the, so, I, so I said to her, is that what you do? Is that what you do? Do you calculate what, what people are wearing? 
And this is where the pressure, the pressure of buying some things come from. And then, and then you learn the life and develop the life of borrowing. Borrowing is living beyond your means. So you start borrowing and buying things on credit. The more you buy things on credit, the poorer you are. Nothing that you have is real. Nothing that you have belongs to you. Everything belongs to somebody else who can come for his thing. And who keeps giving you pressure. Pay up. Pay up. With interest. I, I, hope, I hope you are listening to me. Yeah. So he says that. Therefore, take no thought. What shall we eat? What shall we eat means where will we eat? Where will we eat that we can say that this is where I went to eat? This is where I went to eat. This is how much I spent. (laughs) What shall we drink? That's a lady who says she hasn't got orange juice. And wherewithal shall we be clothed? That means that I can't wear I can't wear certain type of skirts and certain type of tops. When they see it, they should know where I got it from. <laughs> because that defines who I am. I like it when you become quiet. It means it's it's getting there. It's getting there. It's getting there. It means it's you. There's only one thing in this life that is called real. Do you know what that thing is? Real estate. There's only one thing that is real. If there's any vision you must have from this age, have a vision to own a house. That's the thing that is real. Not, Not a vision to own clothes. Not a vision to own clothes. Learn and accept it early. Instead of waiting for student finance. And then when it comes, you have plans. You are going to shop here, shop there, to this, to that. I mean, it's like, we, even, even when we announce camp, camp almost sounds like financial pressure. Because it's not just the camp fees and the transfers. Like I have to buy clothes. Clothes. Was it our camp that we went to and someone was wearing matching clothes? As though we as though we've gone for a wedding reception. It's a camp. It's a camp. Camp, you just you just you just have to tie your hair into ponytail. One pony from beginning to end. So you can concentrate on God. Your lips cannot be red at a camp. How can you have red lips at a camp? Oh. Sit down so I can preach. Sit down. Sit down. How, can you, how can you have makeup at a camp? 
even church, even church, you have to tone down on the makeup. You have to tone down. Because some of listen, some of you have too much makeup. It's too much. Makeup, there's an effect of makeup. Makeup makes you age faster. And you are young. You are young, that's why I'm saying this. I won't say this is in an older church. Because they need it for facelift. <laughs> Yeah, but you don't need it. You don't need it. Your plain face is fresh. It's fresh. It's fresh. Your face is not dry. Your face is not dry. You can see that the face is fresh. There's water in the skin. I mean, the the, the cheeks, the face is juicy. You don't need to add things to it. Those of you who are into those things, I mean, bright red lipstick like a traffic light. This. Tone down. You see, tone down. Tone down. Tone down on it. Tone down. You look pretty without it. You look nice without it. You look good. You look good with just some, just some light something to, you know, just so that your, your pictures will look nice. Yeah. 32. For after all these things do the Gentiles seek, but your heavenly Father knoweth that you have need of all these things. Do you believe that your heavenly father knows? Do you believe that he knows? Do you believe that he knows that you have need of all these things? So so he's saying that don't behave like an unbeliever. Don't give yourself the pressure of unbelievers. What will I drink? What will I eat? What will I wear? That is the pressure and the lifestyle of unbelievers. That is those who are godless. Those who don't believe in God. If you are wise. If you are wise. By the time you are finishing. Third year. You could easily have. A substantial amount of money. Enough. That you could be knocking on the door to have your own house. Yeah, if you are wise. If you, are, you think about it, what, what do you use your student for? What do, you, what do you spend it on? That's the one it comes. PlayStation, Xbox, buy a car without license, iPhone 6. S7. Clothes. When you have clothes already, then you buy clothes. You see, clothes, clothes, especially my dear sisters. Yes, you you should wear nice clothes, but you just need a couple of new ones to disorient those who care. You don't have to change everything. You just throw in one or two. Then those who are interested will be confused. They'll take, they'll take the box. She has new stuff. It's okay. 
No, I'm, I'm, I, it's, not, it's not the Ten Commandments. I'm only advising you. I'm only giving advice. So if, if you don't like it, you can leave it and, and, use, and be, in, be in debt. <laughs> I am not in debt. I am not in debt. All my life in the United Kingdom, I am not in debt. There is nobody under the sun that I owe even one P. There's nobody. Everything you see me with, it is for me. It is for me. Anything at all you see on me, with me, around me, it is for me. There's nobody coming after me for it. There's nothing. Which is quite unusual. Which is quite unusual. Which is quite unusual. Is it not unusual? Yes. So I'm teaching you that it is possible. It is unusual, but it is possible. And you don't have to start that life now. And this is the best age. Best age. To decide that I am not going to live a life beyond what I can afford. I want to do it. Beyond what I have. I will not do it. I will not, I will nobody. If I give you 10 pounds now, it's real 10 pounds or five. How much do I have? Five. It's, it's real. It's not going anywhere to anybody. It's real. I can give it to you and I will not feel it. Yes. It's real. It's real money. I don't want you to grow up and then the money that you have or the money that you are earning is not for you. It belongs, it's, it's like you are working for someone else. As you are going to work, you are going to work for the one that owns the blender, the one that owns the sofa, the one that owns the clothes. It's like, you are, it's like I'm going to work for the person. As I'm going, as I wake up and I'm going to work, I am going to work for somebody in HSBC or in Barclays Bank that I've gone to sign things and then they've put you see it's a figure they put a figure in there that now you have this so you start living off that figure have you ever been have you ever, have you ever seen that they put cash in your hands before? Oh, the, the figure is, it's, okay so it's gone into your account now you can use it it's the figure then you start receiving letters. You have to pay this amount every month. Pay it back. Pay it back. So as you are going to work in the morning, it's the blender that you haven't paid. As you are going to work, it's the car. It's the car. For goodness sake, why would you drive a car at this age that you haven't paid for? For goodness sake. And you can drive it if you want. I mean, you can't. I'm, I'm, it's just, I happen to be your pastor. And I'm telling you, the car I drive, the car I drive, I own it. There's not even one P. My first car I bought in this country, 
cost 230 pounds. You will say, eek. No. But I, but I was 230 pounds richer than you who owns 20,000 pounds on your car. I'm richer than you. I'm far, I am far better off than you. Far better off. <laughs> and I'm showing you that 10 years from now, how old will you be? You'll be in your 30s. 10 years from now, you will be able to say, I own this. Amen. I have no debt. Amen. Don't start the credit life too early. Don't. Anyway, we're talking about God. How did I get into all these things? He knoweth that you have need of all these things. Verse 33. Verse 33. So verse 33 says that seek ye first, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things what you eat, what you drink, and what you wear shall be added unto you. When you seek God first, when you seek God first, a certain blessing comes, which, which it, becomes, it becomes like extras. What I will wear, what I will eat, what I will drink in my life today is an extra addition. It is not, it is not my main concern. I don't, I don't labor, I don't labor for what I will eat. I don't labor for what I will drink. I'm not harassed for what I will eat. I labor f- for God to be pleasing to God. And he adds these things. He adds it. He adds these things. He adds them. He adds them. He's made, he's made it easy. Just by putting him, fa- him first, he's made it easy. What is difficult and stressful for others, he has made it easy. I don't wake up in the morning and I'm running somewhere for what I'll eat, what I'll drink. HSBC manager. <laughs> the backless man is coming. Hey. 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 I can afford just some mollies today to make it. No. 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 When I want to eat, then I decide what I will eat. Yes. I don't have a budget somewhere that after church, I have to go to KFC. Today after church, then I'll decide what I will eat and where I will eat and who I will eat with. You shall reach that level. But first, first, hear the principles. Believe in it. Start applying it now. Now. Be very wise. Be be sharp. Be financially sharp and clever. Yeah. So if you've been on summer break since June, you've not even worked. You haven't earned the first penny. 
and soon you say that you've put on weight. And then the money you have in end, you will find some money and say you're going to the gym. Are you not in the negative? Sit down, sit down. We are talking about God today. Today is God. God is number what? Uno, 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 uno. Number one. God, number one. Seek ye first. 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 First God. God first. First God. Anything you do. God first. Including your finances. God first. First God. Let God feature first. And the first way of God featuring in your finances is by tithing. So avoid the mistake of not tithing. Avoid that mistake of not tithing, that I won't tithe. God first. Tithing and offerings. See me telling you that what I'll eat after church. I've not even thought of it. I've not even thought of it. Some have planned <laughs> and how much they can spend. He said, because um, some of you, you, I mean, you guys, you have the culture of nobody pays for nobody when you are eating. So you see, your friend is there. You are, the other day, I was in, I was in, um, where, where was I? <laughs> It was TGI. I was sitting in TGI with my wife. We were, we were eating and talking. And these three guys come in. Two of them order sumptuous meals. Sumptuous, large plates. And the third boy was sitting there. He didn't order anything. And I kept saying to my wife, the head, these people are wicked. <laughs> and, and my wife kept telling me that maybe he's eating already. I said, I said, look. I said, no, listen, listen. I said, I said, look, we are all human beings. Even when you've eaten and somebody is eating again, you'll be hungry. I mean, even give him, even give him, even one of the wings. If you give him one. Look, this friend of theirs sat there. They cleared their plates. Everything. I mean, and they were chatting normally. They were chatting. You talk, I mean, and I kept looking at him. At the point, my wife even kicked me under the table. That's like, I should stop staring because I was, I said, what kind of, what, what culture is this? 
that you are with your friend. He has to go because he said your friend has ordered water. Yeah. Well, he has water and no food. Or just, I just, I just want fries today. I just want fries. I just want fries. <laughs> just want fries. Today, today I'll just have fries. <laughs> Tap water. Yeah. Sometimes you have to show a little kindness. Yeah. I mean, sometimes. Sometimes you two, you don't have, but I mean, even you don't have, even share with your friend. Yeah. If you tell a friend that even eat, I mean, let's eat. Because now you are Christians. Because now you are Christians. So let brotherly love continue. Because your friend is hungry. The reason why he's not eating is because he hasn't got money. And some of us are also always broke. That is why it becomes a problem for your friends. And listen, hey, listen, you're always broke because you don't want to do what those who have money do, which is work. It's not a mystery. It's not, it's not, it's not a special skill. If you work, you earn money. If you work, you earn money. There are people since I've known them as students, they've worked. As students, they have worked. They are finished school. They are working. They even have better jobs than those who never worked. It's a principle. It's a principle. As students, first year, second year, third year, they were working. They've worked throughout. Others never work. Always with puppy face. <laughs> anyway, first God. You see, I keep deviating into things that I'm not talking about today. But today I'm talking about first God. God first. God first. God first. And it's deliberate that I put it as my number one point the mistake of not tithing and and giving offerings. It is a financial mistake because that is where God is involved in your money. Tithing and giving of offerings. Malachi chapter 3. Verse. <laughs> Try verse seven. Even from the days of your fathers, you have gone away from my ordinances and have not kept them. Return unto me, and I will return unto you, saith the Lord of hosts. But you said, Wherein shall we return? So now he's showing you how you can come back to him and follow his ways. Will a man rob God? Yet have you robbed me. But you say, wherein have we robbed thee? Then he answers, in tithes and offerings. 
is that you've kicked me out of your lives because you kicked me out of with tithe and offerings. You don't tithe, you don't give offerings. That is why you kick God out of your life and out of your finances. It's like, God, you're not involved. I have enough, it's like I have enough brains. I have enough brains to work out my finances to make sure that everything is okay. That is, you see, a blessed life is an overflowing life. When you are blessed financially, there's overflowing financial, overflowing. It overflows. You can help someone. You can bless someone. When you, you read your Bible and God is talking about blessing someone, he says that I will bless you and you will be a blessing. I will bless you and you will be a blessing. You have to become a blessing. Then you know that you are blessed. May you become a blessing. You'll be a blessing. When you have something to offer to others, you have become a blessing. You have become a blessing. Did Marcella not bless us today? It means us, it means us in the gift that God gave to her, she has become a blessing. The thing not bless us today was that not a masterpiece? How many of you were blessed with that? It means that the gift and the skill that she has, she has used it. And of all places, it's in church. She's using it in church for God, for God. Do you know what it means to use your gift for God? If you know what it means, some of you will be scrambling for things to do every Sunday. You'll be scrambling for it. That you know this ability that I have, I must use it for God. I must use it for God. I must. I must give God His due. Instead of instead of thinking, where can I go and play this thing to earn some money? No, she's using. She's using it for God. In church, it's like the person has now become a blessing. A blessing. A blessing. May you become a blessing. Amen. Do you believe it? Yes. Yeah. Said in tithes and offerings, verse nine. He said, "You are cursed with a curse, for you have robbed me, even this whole nation." A curse is a frustration. It's a difficulty. Non-tithers, non-offering giving people have difficulties. They don't even know what is happening to them. Start tithing early. Now. Now. By the time you are facing it, it's part of your life. You can't, you will not even be able to, you wonder, why, why am I, people wonder, why are you so blessed? Why are things easy for you? How come with you, things keep falling in place? It's a blessing. It's a blessing. (laughs) Verse 10, quickly, let's move away from this guest verse. It says that bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be meat in my house and prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven 
and pour you out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive it. When God decides to bless you, there shall not be room enough. You see, that is when you become a blessing to others. That's when you become a blessing to others. That's when he says, now prove me, prove me, bring the tithe. The tithe, the tithe is 10% of any increase you get. And God is better at arithmetic than you. Yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes you're 10%, then you, you round it down. Verse 11. He says now that, you see, now, now God steps in. He steps into your life. Then he says that, I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes. Do you know the devourer? The devourer is the unexpected expenses. When you are there, when you, you thought you were so clever, that before that, this has come up, I have to pay for this. This has come up, I have to do this. this is, it's, it's called the devourer. The devourer, the devourer is something that eats and consumes. It consumes. It consumes. You won't give it to God. The devourer will come. So he says that when you bring it, when you bring the tithe and the offering, he said, I, God, I will come in. I will rebuke the devourer. I will rebuke him. I will rebuke him. I was going to tell you a story, but the time is up. I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes and he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground. Neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the field. There shall be no premature accidents and incidents in your life. You will not cast your fruit before its time. You will bear fruit in your season. You bear fruit in your season. He will make he will protect you and preserve you. When it is time, when it is time to get a job, you will get a job. When it is time to marry, you will marry. When it is time to graduate, you will graduate. When it is time to receive a blessing, you shall receive a blessing. Your fruit, your fruit, you shall not cast your fruit before the time. You will not give up. Amen. I said you will not give up. Amen. You will not give up in the faith. Amen. You will not give up Christianity. Amen. You will not give up in school. Amen. You will not give up in your relationship. Amen. You will not give up. Amen. You won't give up. You won't give up. You won't say I'm tired. I can't do it again. No, you won't say that. You see, I'm tired. I mean, I'm tired. I can't. I can't will not be your vocabulary. I can't will be your vocabulary. I can't will be your language. I can't will be your confession. I can't. In every situation, you'll be saying, I can do all things. I can do. I can do. I can do. I can do because God will be your defense. He will be. That's what he's saying. From tithe and offerings. From tithe and offerings. 
He's saying, I will rebuke the devourer. That means that there is a devourer. There is someone, when you do expect to pay for something, suddenly a bill has come. Suddenly an expense has come. When you think, oh, I want to keep my money for this, then suddenly something comes up. Something keeps crawling up and taking your money. He said, I will rebuke it. Your fruits shall not be destroyed. Then he said, you will not cast your fruit before the time. Before the time. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. no. You'll be fruitful in your season. You'll be fruitful in your season. You'll be beautiful in your season. You will not destroy good relationships that you have. You won't destroy it. I said you won't destroy it. Because it is the work of the devourer. It's the work of the wicked one. The good things in your life, before you are are destroying it. You won't. You won't. It's a result of tithe and offerings. Tithe and offerings. Can you imagine the mistake you are making in your life? Fasting and praying, but you don't pay tithe. Some of the things are not resolved by fasting and prayer. They are not resolved by any other thing, but by tithe. Tithing and offerings. Then God says, I will rebuke the devourer. Have you seen how sometimes you have a problem? You need someone to just step in for you. You just need someone to just come in and say, you know, you know, no. God will step in here. I said, God will step in for you. I said, God will step in for you. He will be involved. He will say, I am involved now. Now I am involved. Now I am involved. Because you put him first. You put him first. Put him first. Sit down. So, so we can see ourselves. What's verse 12? And all nations shall call you blessed. For you shall be a delightsome land, saith the Lord. It is my prayer that this shall be your testimony. <laughs> this will be your testimony. That everybody who knows you will say you are a blessed person. Everybody who knows you would would say you are a delightsome person. You are a nice person. You are a prosperous person. You are an attractive person. Everybody who knows you. Everybody who knows you. They will call you blessed. They will call you blessed. When they talk about you in secret places, they'll say, oh, that blessed guy. They'll say, that blessed girl. They said, that girl is really blessed. They said, do you know that she's very blessed? She finished uni with good grades. She got a good job. She got married. She got children. She got a car. She's very active in church. She's very anointed in church. I mean, your testimony shall be the testimony of a blessed person. A blessed person. Blessed person. Wow. Wow. I feel like I'm reaping some blessed people in the church. People are becoming blessed. They are becoming blessed. They'll ask of you. They'll ask, they'll ask, where is that guy? Where is that guy? And they'll say, oh, don't you know? 
don't you know? He's a missionary. He's a missionary. Go and see the church he has built. And they'll add, God is using him mightily, mightily, mightily. Because the Lord your God, he shall be mighty in your life. Don't talk about you as a minister. They will not say you are struggling. They will not say things are difficult. They will say, oh, they will ask, tap in your head. Did you not know? He's a minister of the gospel. He's an anointed man. He's so blessed. He got married the other day to a beautiful wife. Wives of ministers are always beautiful. Your wife shall be beautiful. If you want a beautiful wife, be a pastor. I don't know what happens to pastors' wives, but they just become beautiful. They are just nice. They are just nice people. It's as though God sprinkles some gold dust on them. They just become shiny. They become nice. They become elegant. That shall be your portion. And the pastor is choosing you. Don't be running away to an armed robber. <laughs> the pastor is choosing you. What you want an armed robber? <laughs> A pastor shall choose you. <laughs> Sit down so I can close the service. This is the first mistake you shouldn't make financially. You shouldn't make it. You didn't, you didn't know it was leading to all these blessings. Did you think it was leading to all these blessings? You thought we were just talking about tithe and, you know, give money. It was leading. This way it's going to. This way it's going to. This way, this way it's going to. You'll be liked in your workplace. You'll be liked. You will see that you are not, it's, it's not, it's, it's not, it's not going to be by skill. It's going to be like you, you work so hard, you are so good at working. But you have some superior backup. Superior backup. Because, because you have put God first. So he's, he's backing you up. They will like you. Your bosses will like you. They will really like you. You'll be greatly favored. Only because you put God first. Amen. Next time you receive any amount of money, think tithe. 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 First. 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 I pay tithe by standing order. That's why I can boast and tell you that may God first before electric bill, before TV license. I don't even see it. By the time my salary hits the account, tithe to God. Hey, God, have your portion. God, have your portion. Have your portion. You see, I need to secure myself that God is literally first. Because if I'm paid on a Wednesday, 
By Sunday that I'm now bringing the money in the envelope before I realize that electricity has taken their portion. And I don't want them to beat God to it. God first. You'll be blessed when you put him first. You will. Stand to your feet and thank God for today. Next week, I have more mistakes. Yes. We'll talk more. We'll talk more about the shoe problem. And the one room fighting with small brothers. When you're supposed to have your apartment. Breathing. Happy. Watching television. Changing channels. You are fighting with people in the house. You want, I, want to, I want to watch football. I want to watch football. I told you people I'll be watching football at 3 o'clock. Is <laughs> the television for you? I told you people. I told you I'll be watching football at 3 o'clock. I don't watch football. Look at you. Look at you. Look at you. Look at you. Chimumumu. Chimumumu life. I told you people, I'll be watching television at 3 o'clock. I told you people. And you are, you are, you are upset with your father. That he's watching, he's watching uh, CNN. So <laughs> the Al Jazeera. So you, you, start, you started slamming doors in the house. But daddy, I told you I'll be watching soccer today. You're slamming, you're, buy your own. Move out and buy your own. Anyway, that's for next week. That's for next week. You shall not make those financial mistakes. You won't. You won't. Thank God for today. Thank him for his word. Thank him for his blessing. Thank him for his instruction. Thank God. Genuinely thank him. Genuinely thank him that you have learned. You have learned something great in your life great and a great blessing thank him thank him thank him thank him thank him that you shall not make the mistakes your fathers made you shall not make the mistakes of those who are ahead of you you shall live and have a more prosperous life a more prosperous a financially prosperous life you shall have it you shall have it you shall have it you shall have it you shall have it. You shall have it. You will have it. You will have it. You will have it. You will. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Tell him from today you put him first. Today he will be first in your finances. First in your finances. First. 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 First in your finances. First. Oh yes, Lord. Oh yes, Lord. The devourer that has troubled your life shall be rebuked. He shall be overcome. He shall overcome. That crocodile spirit shall be quenched. That spirit, that spirit that eats, eats all your eggs, all your products, all your the fruits of your labor. That spirit is cursed today. It's cursed today. It's cursed today. It's destroyed today. Yes, Lord. Shabahata. 
Shabahata, Shabahata, Shabahata Librado Shapalia, Makilio da Tastoya, Makilibiato Stafaya. Father, we thank you this afternoon. We thank you for your word. We thank you for the privilege of hearing your word. And we thank you for the power of your word. We thank that today, deception is destroyed in our lives. Financial deceptions are destroyed in our lives today. We shall not make financial mistakes. We shall not make the mistake of not tithing and giving offerings, Lord. Thank you, O God. Thank you for the deliverance. Thank you for the deliverance. Thank you that the spirit of the devourer and the devourer is cursed in our lives and removed permanently from our lives. Thank you for your great blessing. I pray, Lord, let these ones turn into a blessing. Let everyone here become a blessing, oh God. As they obey you and obey your word, let them live a blessed life that they shall be called a blessing in their homes, in their communities, with their friends, wherever they are. May they be described as a blessing, Lord. Let that be their, their, their testimony. Let that be the description that they have. That they are a blessing. I give you thanks. And I give you praise. In the name of Jesus. Now while every eye is closed, every head is bowed. I'm going to pray for you specially. If you are here. If you are here. You are standing here. This afternoon. You've been going to church. Or maybe today is your first time, church. But you are not born again. You are not sure whether you are saved or not. You are not sure whether you are, you've headed for heaven or hell. But this afternoon, you want to correct that. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. Forget about the person standing to your left or to your right. It is an issue between you and your God. You want to make that all-important decision today and say, Pastor, pray with me. I need to give my life to Jesus. I've got to give my life to Jesus. If you are here like that, I want to quickly lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you very quickly. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus in my life. I want Jesus in my life. Just your right hand. God bless you. Just your right hand. God bless you. I need to give Jesus my life. Jesus, I want to serve you. Jesus, I want to obey you. God bless you. Today is my day. This is my day. I can see all those hands. You also want to join in. Don't be difficult. Don't be stubborn. Don't say another time. Don't say I'm shy. Shyness will take you to hell. Shyness will make you lose God. It's a better life to choose God. Say, Pastor, pray with me. I want God in my life. Just your right hand. Just your right hand. I pray with you. God bless you. God bless you. Have your hand lifted up. I want you to do one more thing. I want to walk up to me in the front here. Walk out of your seat and come. Come to me. Come. Come. It's your day of salvation. Yes, come. Come all the way to the front. What a blessing. Come from the back, wherever you are. Come. Come to Jesus. Come. I'm waiting for you. Maybe you didn't even lift up your hand, but you want to give your life to Jesus today. Today you want to give your life to Jesus. Come. I'm waiting. You want to give your life to Jesus? Come. Come out of your seat. Come from wherever you are. Don't say tomorrow. Nobody has promised you tomorrow. 
don't say another time no one has promised you another time today is the day today is the day is the day today oh yes yes Lord close your eyes with me and say this prayer after me church help us as we make this prayer say heavenly father thank you for Jesus Christ who died on the cross for my sins and rose up on the third day say Lord Jesus I believe you are alive please come into my heart please come into my life be the Lord of my life from today from today I will no longer serve Satan I will no longer serve Satan I will serve you Jesus I belong to you Jesus I will give myself to you Jesus from today from today I am born again I am saved say thank you father for accepting me and making me a child of yours in Jesus name father thank you for this blessing the blessing of salvation thank you for saving these beautiful ones thank you for adding them lord to your children lord to your children thank you for their lives may be well with them from today lord give them the strength the strength the strength to serve you and to remain faithful to you thank you lord for your blessing and thank you for the holy spirit may they be filled with the holy spirit to serve you in jesus name amen god bless you we have some gifts for you look at today's a ladies day only ladies got saved today. What a blessing. What a blessing. I hope there's no lady out there that is not sure because t- today seems to be a ladies day. Ladies are being saved. Congratulations all of you. You shall be great in the kingdom of God. God will bless you. God will help you. And God will look after you. God bless you. Please go back to your seats. Clap for them as they go. Communion. We're going to receive communion today. Once you are born again, you, you can receive communion. Where's the communion? Speed. If you don't know how to sing it, just read the words and sing along.
are about to open the doors for miracles into your life you are about to welcome great testimonies into your life you are about to sing a new song in your life something great something supernatural something divine is about to be deposited in your life as you take this communion you take a blessing as you receive this communion you receive a blessing into your life every dark shadow shall disappear every negative background shall be wiped away every visitation of evil spirits is terminated today from this afternoon only good things shall happen to you expect good things receive good things receive good things receive blessings as you take the body of Christ into your body every sickness disease shall disappear from your body in the mighty name of Jesus in the precious name of Jesus strength is coming into you where you were weak you shall become strong where you were weak you shall become strong where you were weak you shall become strong you will no longer drink you will no longer smoke you will no longer fornicate strength is coming into your body strength is coming into your body strength is coming into your body strength of the Lord the strength of the Lord the strength of the Lord Father we bless this bread and this cup and I declare this is your body like that day when you took bread and you broke it and you said this is my body where it's broken for you eat it and as often as it's done you do show my death till I come. I declare every bread is the body of Christ. Lord, in that same night, you took the cup and you said, this is my blood in the New Testament, which is shed for the remission of the sins of many. May sin be canceled from our lives today. May sin be destroyed in our lives today. May the effects of sin be wiped out of our lives today. In Jesus' name. The body of Christ. The body of Jesus Christ. Eat it. You are eating life. You are eating hope. You are eating a blessed future. You are eating a blessing into your body every sickness is displaced every confusion is displaced every weakness is displaced the blood of Jesus the precious blood of Jesus drink all of it sing along and worship him
something spiritual is happening to you right now. Father, I thank you for your visit. I thank you for your presence. And I thank you for this opportunity you've given to us to eat of our Lord's body and to drink of his blood for healing, for a blessing, for a deliverance, and for strength. Thank you for all, for all that you have done for us today. Thank you for all that you did for us on Calvary's cross. We are grateful. And we say thank you. Because of that, we shall never be defeated. Because of that, we shall never fall. Because of that, we shall never be overcome, Lord. But we shall continuously have the victory in every battle and in every issue. Thank you, Father. Be glorified. Be praised. I give you the praise. I give you the praise. And I give you the thanks. Father, I thank you today. I thank you today that the effect of a mistake in somebody's life has been wiped out. Thank you for that soul and thank you for that person. Your day of rising and your day of shining has begun. In Jesus' name. Put your hands together for the Lord. Is that how you really clap your hands?